What's up, everybody? It's your favorite coach, Coach Vaughn, and this is the Coach Vaughn Podcast, where it's just you and me, baby, one-on-one. You know how I do. I talk about whatever's going on in the sports world, a stream of thought from my mouth to your ears, and it anchors right into that real-life stuff, love, basketball, comedy. You know how I do, like I said. And if you want to hear me talk about any of these things with my comedian friends and other people in the entertainment world, that's my grown-as-fuck podcast. Don't miss that either. It gets really real. And don't miss me on on the hot mic app doing live broadcasts of football basketball wrestling all kinds of stuff the invite code is coach vaughn to get on a hot mic app where you can follow me there and not miss any of my live broadcasts and i post all of this stuff on my social media go to grownafcomedy.com and you could get links to everything so you don't miss anything that i'm doing including my live stand-up comedy shows don't miss me anywhere doing anything but for right now, you, me, one, 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 on, one, Coach Vaughn Podcast. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Coach Vaughn Podcast. I'm your host, Vaughn DiCarlo, a.k.a. Coach Vaughn. And Coach Vaughn is on. Um, I don't even know where to begin, y'all, to be honest. 2020 is a fucking mess. Let's start there. Not that we haven't been in a mess um, in 2019, 2018, 2017, and go back as far as you would like to. It's not like the world has just now become a mess. So let's let's acknowledge that right up front because we're not going to pretend like this is an isolated incident and this is just now happening what's happening is shit is coming to a head um but hopefully hopefully that this George Floyd's death was so blatant not that the other ones haven't been blatant because they've been blatant but there's always some kind of excuse right um maybe there's this is a turning point where people not the racists but racist people um, they, they enjoy this, you know, they, this is, the, they're, um, much like, uh, president dumb, dumb is sitting in the white house somewhere, just acting, you know, eating popcorn and watching the television, enjoying inciting violence and threatening his citizens. Um, racists enjoy this devils, evil people, uh, the devil loves chaos. Let's be honest. All right. So this is enjoyable for some people, but for the complacent people, the, the people who have turned a blind eye that, uh, feel like every time something like this happens, it's, it's not their issue. It's someone else's issue. Um, yes, those people absolutely still exist, but it's, it's becoming very, very difficult for those people who, when things like this happen, they'll just go about their day uh, tweeting about, you know, their lifestyle brands or, or their flat tummy tea or, or, you know, they're at the beach or whatever freak they're doing that day. They just go about their day like nothing's happening. It's almost impossible right now for anyone to ignore it. It's officially global there are protests not just nationally but there are protests globally in 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 the UK in Berlin in Canada like it, this is global um and let's not forget i mean is the coronavirus over there are so many protests happening and and 
it's it's very ironic that a lot of you know the the protesters are taking precautions and using masks and trying to be safe whereas the ones that are being called protesters aka the undercover looters the people that are out there to cause chaos the 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 people that are there to hurt the movement and and the imposters that are pretending to be there for the cause but are really there to cause confusion and to basically frame the good protesters um most of those people i haven't even seen with masks on so it's complete and utter utter chaos i will remind anyone who's listening to the coach vaughn podcast for the first time or maybe the people that are uh, listeners um that that may have forgotten at the beginning of the year in january 2020 i said oh i said that um nothing is going to happen in 2020 that's going to be bigger than kobe's death so when i tell you when i'm wrong i am wrong 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 <laughs> like i go hard when i'm wrong but i go hard when i'm right too and um in like 2012 i tweeted out the revolution will definitely be televised if you're familiar with the the Gil Scott Heron and, and the old saying is, you know, and it was in some of his music, the, the revolution will not be televised. I remember tweeting in 2012, the revolution will absolutely definitely be televised. Then it is. And here we are. Um, is this um, going to be hopefully um, the turning point is what I'm hoping is that this is the turning point because we are seeing things that we haven't seen um before that we're seeing now like what like we're seeing cops uh taking a knee um, with protesters we're seeing cops marching and putting down their batons and walking with protesters and we're we're seeing uh politicians who typically will be trying to make excuses saying hey i can't even find a way to justify um putting a knee on this man's neck now of course we have the people out there that are still trying to justify it we have those assholes but what i'm trying to say is this may be a turning point for those that are not deliberately trying to cause chaos or try to cause opposition but the people who you know white people in particular who have spent many years going oh it's an isolated event or oh no it doesn't it's you know just a few bad apples or you know the 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 people that are in denial that just want to hide and pretend like nothing's going on this is definitely a turning point for a lot of people who normally wouldn't participate in protests for this particular thing that are coming out of the woodworks to do so to do such um some people still don't have their eyes open some people do i again am hoping that this is some kind of a turning point um in trying to find the bright light right we're always going to have those people that are trying to hold on to what i think um in my opinion i think people that are are desperately trying to hold on to um whatever they're in their mind they think their white privilege is is their their white skin of protection or, or what I think they're trying to hold on to. Um, for instance, when 
when they're so offended and so afraid of people kneeling and and they they protect this flag so much and people don't understand like why are they so intense about the flag well in my opinion what it represents to those people is 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 fake is their fake patriotism kills me what the flag represents to them and the reason the flag is more important than seeing someone's life being taken from you in broad daylight taking from them in broad daylight what the reason the flag is more important than than a life is because it represents the privilege that they do so desperately cling on to because without that so-called white privilege there's simply the nothing that they think we are as minorities, as black people, as people of color. And that's why I believe those people fear true equality because equality means you don't have a leg up. Equality means we're all on the same playing field. But that, that very blatant to some people, but very quiet to others, um, uh, what was her name in the park? Amy Cooper, uh, aka one of the Karens in the park when she was so comfortable calling the the police and saying I'm gonna say it was an African-American man uh, uh, threatening my life she knew she knew in that moment even if it was just a moment of her being upset or whatever bullshit excuse she want to say and her apology sorry um, not sorry to accept your apology you knew what you were doing um, are we unfamiliar with Emmett Till? Are we un unfamiliar with the fact that the woman, the white woman that accused Emmett Till of whistling at her said that she lied. He was lynched, brutally lynched at what, 14? He definitely wasn't anywhere near adulthood. He was a child. He was a child. She got to live her whole life. I, I believe she... She got married uh, again and or, or, or had grandchildren or, you know, whatever she did in her life. She lived it and and also admitted that she lied. So maybe this is a, a turning point in 2020. We're now globally protesting the death of George Floyd is global at this point. Um, what that says to me is that people are saying, hey. It's one thing for it to be a national protest where it's like, okay, hey, this isn't just a Minneapolis issue. Um, and it's also another thing to, to see uh, white people, other people of other ethnicities and cops in, in some instances saying, hey, we're with you. This is not just a black issue. It's a human issue. It's a everybody issue everybody against racism everybody against racists if we all add each other up forget black white brown and blue uniforms or whatnot if we add up all the truly good people it will be more i i, I just want to believe that and i'm gonna believe that it is more good people than racist I, I, I hope that's true. I'm hanging on to that. I'm hanging on to that. I, the, the problem is 
the people who don't know that they're part of the problem. The blatant racists, the fire starters like like Trump and and that Tommy Lauren chick and, and those people, I'm not talking about them. They are what they are. I'm talking about the people that don't even know that they're they would they're they're part of the problem even on a smaller scale. Um, a friend of mine, um, I have all different types of friends and 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 uh, different people that I'm cool with, you know, uh, like all of us, especially in the in the New York City area, it would be odd. If like you have no friends outside of your own race, um, especially in a very diverse, if you live in a very diverse area and someone, I'm not going to say who, but someone hit me up, pardon me, and said, hey, uh, me and two other people, all, all white, are going to brunch tomorrow. Would you like to come? And I was like, that is the whitest shit you have ever said to me. It, it like <laughs> um excuse me read the room <laughs> you know you do know that the world is burning down right now and I'm a black woman and you're reaching out to me to go to brunch um uh, long story short um the the next day I, I got a, a another text from that person saying hey just to let you know I want to say thank you we did not go to brunch and and I I just want to say thank you for checking my white privilege because I didn't I didn't see I didn't see that until you said something like so a lot of times like when I did my podcast I did a podcast with um on my other podcast grown as fuck podcast um, that I did on YouTube with Allie Breen and we were talking about the touch my hair thing I said to be fair let me just ask because as a black woman we're immediately offended if you if someone's coming up to us like oh your hair um because we feel like are you are you looking at me like are you touching me like I'm a zoo animal like back off what is this and I said let me ask you do is that something that you and your white friends just do is like touching each other's hair part of your culture just to be fair because it damn sure isn't part of ours because if I wanted to touch someone's hair first of all I'm not going to just touch it it would be a reason and I would ask but it would be like oh um what was the braiding pattern that you did uh you can I see your box braid pattern let me can I lift that up and or, or something like you know what I mean it'd be there would be a, a reason it wouldn't just be like, Oh, let me touch her hair or whatever. So I had asked her on a grown as fuck podcast. I was like, so is that just like what y'all do? Like, Hey, like, is it? Cause maybe we're looking at it like, Oh, you're looking at me like a zoo animal. You're just trying to see the texture of my hair and touching my hair. But maybe you are looking at me like just another one of your friends who you run up to and go, oh my God, you look so cute today and, and touch my hair. So I say all that to say is sometimes people just don't know. Um, it's, it's I, I, I'll give you a chance. If you don't know, you don't know. And if I point it out to you and now you know, but then you don't give a fuck, now we have a problem. 
know when you know better do better right so if you don't know you don't know but if you do know you do know so like I said I got I got got a message message saying you know um it it definitely was not cool uh to go to brunch uh at at this time as if you know it's uh, because I, I said look thanks for the invite but I don't think that that's that's a very respectful thing to do right now. Um, not thinking about brunch, you know, I'm thinking about what protest I, I can go to. Um, so anyway, I appreciated um, having the moment with a person where I could go, hey, you, you're, you're a little tone deaf right now. And the response was positive. The conversation was respectful. And the result was beautiful. So I'm hoping that maybe that's that's a small scale, right? But man in a mirror starts with the man in the mirror. What is your part that you're doing on a small scale or a big scale to make this global change? And yes, I did say that I'm thinking about going to a protest. Let me take a quick break. I'll be right back. Hey, what's up, y'all? <laughs> I'm back. And yes. I'm going to pick right back up where I left off. Um, don't be alarmed. But yes, I am trying to figure out um, a safe uh, way to get out there and protest. It's it's killing me that I haven't been out there yet. But we're all acting like the coronavirus disappeared. And look, I'm a woman of a certain age. I'm, I'm, I'm getting up there a little bit, y'all. Okay, I know I'm looking good because uh, black don't crack. But yeah, um, not only that, I I got asthma issues and and and, and my lungs. I got certain little health issues that yeah, the coronavirus is still out there. Like somebody cue Cardi B. Coronavirus is getting real. Um, it's still out there. So that's the if I was in my twenties, I I'd have been out there day one. But I'm not, and it's I've been thinking about it I've, I've seen some of my fellow comedians out there shout out Christina Hutchinson and Corinne Fisher um and I hit her up like hey what's going on tomorrow and then I'm just trying to figure out uh, <laughs> my part and what what can I do and I have to I'm itching to get out there and it, but I'm also like Ugh, is, is my mask gonna be enough because it ain't no social distancing and protesting all right I'm not gonna go out at night and I do want to make sure that I am um, intertwining myself amongst peaceful protesters um, not interested in in the 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 looting and 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 all of the things that are happening that are um, basically uh taken away from the protests um and i i get what people are saying you know hey no justice no peace and 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 i'm not gonna ever condone looting and and burning and 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 abusing and and all of that i'm that's just never gonna happen um but i don't personally want to be a part of anything violent um but I'll be honest, I, my ass is way more scared of catching a coronavirus than I am of catching a rubber bullet, all right? Um, and it's just so crazy to me, like, 
oh, wait, wait. so many people out there quoting Martin Luther King, and, and I love all the clapbacks. And all the clapbacks are saying, you know, people are like, oh, my God, we need a Martin Luther King. And it's like, well, we wouldn't need a replacement one, but y'all, if, if y'all wouldn't have killed that one, you know, the racists killed that one for all their pro peaceful protests. And Colin Kaepernick gave it a, a try, but look at what happened with that. So you say you want us to peacefully protest, but when there's a peaceful, we just going to kneel during a football game, you got a problem with that too. Like pick a pick. What, what do you want? Right. And I, I, I just hope that the turning point with this, like I said, is that this is so blatant and this is so in your face that you sound like a fool when you try to justify any aspect of George Floyd's death, or you sound stupid when you try to say it's an isolated incident, or you, you just sound like a clown uh, or feel like a clown if you say, hey, let's go to brunch. And then someone points it out and you don't go, hey, thank you for pointing that out. I'm not gonna go. I'm going to see what I can do otherwise in terms of of donating money or protesting and what I could do my part. Um, if you still go to brunch and you go, oh, my God, like, what's your problem? I can't eat while people are walking by and protesting. Like, if that's your response, I yeah, check yourself the next time because I could only check you once. After that, I just. I write you off as someone who doesn't give a fuck. Know better, do better. And I could, I got all day to talk to people who wants to know better, who want to know better and want to do better. I have no time for people that want to do wrong or, or is just so deep in denial that they'll just make up any old dumb shit um, to, to just do what they want to do. You know, I, I do have to point out, you know, this is the Coach Vaughn podcast, so we, we cannot um, not point out that on today is May 31st, by the way, you're probably I'm this I record the podcast um, prior to uploading it as Sunday, the 31st. So you'll probably be listening to this on Monday, June 1st or thereafter. Um, but I watch on Twitter like I'll check what's trending, right? And today I checked and I saw J.R. Smith was trending and I'm like, what? Well, the first thing I saw was that, um, let me, let me back up a little bit. I'm being a little messy right now. Um, so I saw that Chris Tucker was trending and I was like, yeah, what is this about? And then I, I saw what it was about and I said, okay, if you think you're going to distract me by, trying to say Chris Tucker is some kind of child trafficker just because Epstein like the Epstein documentary is out and people are watching that so I saw Chris Tucker was trending earlier in the day and I'm like okay y'all trying to really distract me with some bullshit um I don't know what's going on with that but there's a some kind of list or black book so to speak a address book phone number book of of Epstein's and and it's a bunch of people's names on it and Chris Tucker's name is on it. So I'm like, okay, he, yeah, he was doing some foul shit, right? Epstein was doing foul shit, but he was also, um, he was doing that quietly. That wasn't his 
out front job right he was doing a lot of other stuff and he was connected to a lot of famous people and and people of all walks of life um so like yeah my exterminator has my phone number if my exterminator gets busted for drugs does that mean i bought drugs off of the exterminator like like come on you think that i'm not gonna fall for this okie doke stay focused people um this is about the pol police brutality protests don't try to distract me so that was early in, in the day later towards the uh late latter part of the afternoon going into the evening I check Twitter again and I see that J.R. Smith is trending. So I'm like, what kind of bullshit is going on to where now J.R. Smith is trending? What? It, and it, I mean, it is the anniversary of that game one NBA finals where the Cavs were tied at 107 with 4.7 seconds left and the Cavaliers had a chance to pick up the lead. And we all know what happens, right? Do I have to go through the whole story? Uh, he, you know, misread the clock or didn't realize it. The, it, it he had one of his Jarrah Smith's moments. You know, Jarrah Smith was being Jarrah Smith. And when Jarrah Smith is on fire, he's on fire. He's one of my favorites. I love him. And when Jarrah Smith is not on fire, you know, it, it, he's sort of like me in a sense. Like, when I'm right, I'm so fucking right. I'm amazing. I'm brilliant. My right is so right. But I'm always right sometimes. And when I'm wrong, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, when I'm wrong, good Lord, I'm wrong. <laughs> I go all the way in when I'm wrong. I'm very Jared Smith about my wrongness. So I'm like, what is this about? Is this, they're, they're trying to distract me again with the anniversary of his NBA finals a uh, uh, blooper is this a Gerald Smith blooper real day you're trying to distract me and I go I, I I took the bait and I hit trending and to see why I hit his name on the trending page to see why he was <laughs> trending and lo and behold there he is there's a video of Gerald Smith saying hey you may see a video of me come out soon where I'm beating this white boy's ass. And basically, long story short, I saw him vandalizing my car and I chased him down and I whooped his ass. And I said, oh, Lord. And the very next link or uh, tweet after that or next several thousand was videos of J.R. Smith beating up a guy um, who was the one I guess he said that vandalized his car oh <sighs> so <laughs> I I just don't I just don't even know what to say um I I, I really don't know what to say it's 2020 is a fucking mess it is a fucking mess and two things can be true at one time right um, does J.R. Smith have a right to protect his property, protect himself? Absolutely. How many times have we heard uh, uh, people with the stand your ground crap as a defense, right? You have a, 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 a right to protect yourself and your property. Boom. Um, do I think that that was necessarily a smart move? Ugh. I mean, you are J.R. Smith, right? 
people you're he's he's not playing now he's not in the league now um but he's still Jared smith right people believe him to be this rich athlete that has money um count down to when this person is suing the shit out of him and using you know the video as evidence to say yeah he deliberately beat me up blah 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 um so we'll see where this goes but hey look the world has bigger problems than Gerald Smith and this person, even though it's still a result of what's happening, right? Why was this person vandalizing his car? Why was this was this one of those um, white looters or um, imposters trying to vandalize property in name of the Black Lives Matter movement to um, to frame? peaceful protesters we don't it's so fucking messy 2020 is so messy and let me tell you something if i hear one more person in terms of the cops say there's only a, a few bad apples in the bunch if i hear that one more first of all if there's a bad apple in the bunch the whole bunch is bad so your your freaking example is is it's fucking sucks and it also tells me you know what you probably uh don't have enough comedy in your life because if you did you would not you would not keep repeating that there's a bad if there's only one bad one or two bad apples in terms of police um talking about bad cops i'm not saying that that um that's not necessarily true i do i believe every single cop in a uniform is bad no of course not that I'd had to call the police a few times in my life and and one time I when I was living in in Newark I thought someone um broke in I called the police they came they were very helpful they looked through my whole house made sure I was safe and secure and left you know that's a good experience um I had bad experience with cops you know I so it's nothing of uh, you all one thing isn't bad right but the 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 idea of there's only a few bad apples in a bunch. Well, one, one bad apple in a bunch spoils the whole bunch. And you can't have a bunch of cops that know that, hey, Officer A, B, and C are the bad apples in a bunch. But we're not going to say anything. We're just going to let them rotten us all out. When I, if I'm a cop and I truly took the oath to protect and serve and that's what I want to do, you know, my partner killing someone uh yeah okay you know what let me just let me get back to my point because i i'm not saying it as eloquently and funny um by the way as chris rock so like i said anyone who keeps saying there's just a few bad apples in the bunch obviously has not heard this and i'm i'm just gonna read it out um this was posted by a fellow comedian, Eagle Wit. You can follow him on his Instagram um, to see the post. Um, I, I may put the post up, uh, repost it myself since I'm talking about it. But um, I'll do, you can read the whole thing if you go on Instagram at Vondi Carlo. I'll post it and it's I'll repost it from Eagle Wit. But I'll read the last paragraph of it because it's it's quoting something that Chris Rock said 
And that's why I'm saying if if you are one of the people that's like, oh, it's just a few bad apples in the bunch. You need some comedy in your life. And here's what it says. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know it's hard being a cop. I know it's hard. I know that shit's dangerous. I know it is. Okay. But some jobs can't have bad apples. Okay. Some jobs. Everybody got to be good. Like pilots. You know, American Airlines can't be like most of our pilots like to land. We just got a few bad apples that like to crash into mountains. Please bear with us. That's that's Chris Rock. And like I said, that was just the last little piece of it just to get my point across. But you can't just have one or two bad apples in certain situations. So get some comedy in your life because that's where the, the real truth is being told these days. You know, you, 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 you have a president that's inciting violence on Twitter and having a hissy fit because Twitter put up a fact check link on one of his tweets. Uh, and, and literally, you know, saying when the looting starts, the shooting starts. But then... Kathy Griffin, Griffith said the the thing about um, a needle, what, somebody should give Trump a needle with all air in it or whatever. But she has to apologize. She has to be taken down off her Twitter. She has to be accountable for her words. Comedians have to be accountable for her words. Jimmy Kimmel had to apologize. It, 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 the, the endless amount of comedians that has had to apologize where our president our president who doesn't even understand how much his words do matter overall and will trickle down into and, and don't get me wrong everything that is happening I ain't even gonna give Trump no credit for this is years upon years centuries this is a lifetime times lifetime times lifetimes of pain and oppression coming to a head again and again um, but when you have no leadership, none, this, this, it, this is what happens. But again, I'm being hopeful. I'm going to hashtag stay in a light and say maybe in 2020, the year of vision can, is the year that people can see this shit clearly. So clearly that it's undeniable that if you are denying it, you sound stupid or you sound obvious that what you are doing is deliberate and it's going to be everybody against you the racist everybody against racism globally all right um you guys be safe out there i'm going to be safe um i'm going to pray on it and see if if i make it out to protest um i, I want to at least go out and um, make my everybody against racist signs and, and police brutality and all that jazz. And, and what I'm saying is I'm going to figure out how to protest. I have an idea where, you know, if I'm, I, I'm scared of the coronavirus and I, I don't want to contract anything, I'll have my mask, but there's no social distancing. So maybe, maybe I can stay in my car. Uh, I don't know. And, and protest from outside my window, have my, my, my signs. I'll figure it out, but my intentions are good. My heart is as pure as it can be with this. 
And I've been saying this a lot on social media. I'm going to say it on this podcast. Um, May God have the exact mercy on your soul that you extend to others. Coach Vaughn out. That's it. Thank you for listening to the Coach Vaughn Podcast. And be sure to follow me on social media at Vaughn Carlo on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also find all my links to my comedy shows and my other podcasts, the Grown as Fuck Podcast at grownafcomedy.com. Don't forget to leave me a voice message and tell me all your grown as fuck gripes. Go to grownafcomedy.com right now. See ya.